Hey everyone, it's Ross. The following is an actual play of Shadow Dark RPG. We welcome you to sit in with us and listen to our adventures. As with all of our actual plays, it's not a performance. These are just friends playing tabletop role-playing games and playing them the way we do. Some editing has been done for your enjoyment, including sound effects and music. Details about the artists are included at the end of the podcast. We hope you enjoy. You have become lost. In a moment when a feeling of jealousy intersected, tripping on a limb under a moonlight, or as you laughed, a dewdrop fell from a nearby bow into your eyes. A moment or feeling of uncertainty. Whatever it was, you raise your head to find yourself in a vast wilderness. This is not where you were before. You have no way home. It is filled with monsters, ruins, and secrets. In time, you find the last vestige of civilization. Its inhabitants mostly others who've also become lost here in this wild place. Your talents were recognized. Now you are an adventurer of Perinval. It is up to you to defend and help the people of this dream world. To attain treasures, secrets, defeat the horrors that have lain dormant in the shadows until you awoke them with your arrival. These are the stories of that kingdom and its people, of heroes and of villains and of magic. Welcome to the Vale. Test. What happened last time? Yo. Oh, uh, a lot of stuff happened. We <clears throat> we we spoke to our uh, quote-unquote friend, the the frogman who was in charge of his frog troops, who uh, proudly announced that he had uh, slain, uh, I think, something like a dozen adventurers. He and his party. Um, so we snuck around and left uh, some some warning signs, literal signs, up and down the road to alert people to the ambush spot that he had. Uh, hopefully that'll help. That'll save people, but it'll probably make the road unusual in the meantime. Unusable in the meantime. Uh, then we proceeded farther up the road towards uh, uh, Lordadain, um, um where we uh, encountered signs of uh, of a struggle. We saw some blood on the ground. Uh, we saw uh, trodden. Uh, we saw a recently trodden footpath up to the north, where we believe that uh some of the woodsmen had uh had departed though we later found out that they that some of the, at least some of them had also gone south then we also uh received scouting information from the east east northeast i think uh from uh one of our familiars blossom which is logs familiar which told us that there is a signs of an orc warband preparing to uh perhaps storm its way west and south. We at least suspect that that's their plan. We have no idea what their actual plan is. Uh, so we double-timed it to the south and found the uh, the keep where um, the uh, the Baroness, is that the right um, title? Um, right, so we attempted to uh, gain access to the keep, but were uh, turned away for reasons that are somewhat mysterious um, and were essentially... Uh, but we did manage to uh, convince them of our of our of our legitimacy to the point where they provided us a carriage ride to the village of uh, of Lordane, 
and Lornadane. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so where we uh, found ourselves uh, allowed through the the, uh, the walls and to uh, make our way into the uh, the War Mallard Tavern, which is uh, which we have just where we just stepped into as the game uh, wrapped up last session. Indeed, and here you are now. I'll describe uh, the outside one more time and uh, what you see inside here. And now this is the evening of your first day entering the lands of the Barony. So it's nighttime outside. It's evening. The horsemen, the lancers of uh, the Baroness, they stable their horses and uh, they join the guards because uh, your new friend, Sergeant. Um, is his name sergeant abdul abdul uh, thank abdul. you yeah sergeant abdul you you convinced them that this uh there's an orc threat that could that could uh affect uh could attack uh the, the village of Lornadane. so they have sent a um, uh, a lance of horsemen out uh to aid the guards of the village they have a a a, a trench line as well as a wooden palisade outside of the village. Anyways, you enter, and of course the sergeant, he bid his farewell to you, and they depart, and there was this inn. It is otherwise dark outside. Uh, it is an autumn night. There was a sign over the door. It's three stories tall, though narrow and cramped, sort of a, a vertical three-story establishment. The sign on the door shows a uh, ornamental kite-shaped wooden shield, and on the shield is um, carved a black duck with a green head. Uh, but he's in plate mail and he's holding a weapon, and it says the War Mallard Inn. And um, on the inside of the tavern, it is cozy, if just a bit tight. There are about half a dozen tables for six and six stools at the bar. The bar is kept by a bald, middle-aged man with thick fingers and a grizzled jaw. And uh, over the bar hangs a battle-worn halberd. Uh, there are four patrons here tonight. You see a gnome uh, sitting with a uh, tiefling. Uh, you see a dwarf sitting with a turtle. When you enter, the uh, the barkeep raises his hands to you in a hail. He says, Come on in and order a drink. Rex uh, swaggers in as best his uh, diminutive stature allows, trying to just sort of like elbow outwards, such to fill up a little more space. Try to make himself into, into the cool guy adventurer. <laughs> he in fact looks very much the cool guy adventurer um, everybody else come in and uh, yeah I'll, I'll follow close behind Rex uh, and uh, and try try to look um, small <laughs> <laughs> good wingman <laughs> um, following that I, uh, I have to emphasize that logs are best uh, our best uh Charisma person. He's he's our stat wise at least he's the party face. That's true. I also I made a mistake. There are um 
uh, four, you see, as you enter, you also see four people in the darkness walking past outside. They look like normal commoners. You can hear them whisper. It's obvious they notice you. They're pointing and whispering. The outsiders that enter the village. I have a note here. I forgot to mention this is also important. There are a group of um, four other people here with armor and weapons and robes uh, sitting at a table. They also notice you when you come in. They're being loud and raucous. Um, yeah, what do you do? The, the sense of them perhaps also being uh, adventurers like us? Yes. Uh, they do look like that. Hmm. I'm going to give them a uh, the, the adventurer's table. I'm going to give them a sideways look. Not so much as to be threatening, but enough to let them know that I see them. Do they see us? Oh, yeah, totally. They see you. Yeah. Just, a, just sort of a, a check, you know? Let them know that we see you. Okay. When yeah. you do that, uh, you, you look over and you get that, I see you, you know, and they, they do the Spider-Man thing. You kind of point at each other and they, uh, like that meme. And then, but they, when you, yeah. the, the, the look you get in return is, uh, you can see in their eyes because you've, you've seen this on people's faces many a time. Uh, there is a look of recognition immediately followed by alarm or fear, a raising of hackles. Mm. That's unusual. Mm. Well, we, but then we they look to... friendly, you know. But you read that as soon as you, yeah, they, you, you see them. Or they, I mean, as soon as you see them, see you. Yeah. As all this mutual seeing is going on, do we uh, happen to notice uh, if they're wearing any... Um, any like sign or, or obviousness of, of being adventurers of I think Perneval is, is what we are as well with yeah. the, the dagger right yeah um, you do in fact see daggers um, you immediately uh, so uh, Sabert when you see it you can immediately tell these are counterfeits uh, Ooh. all is explained or much is explained at least Fellas, do you, say that go ahead. Uh, do you think we should? Uh, do you think we should get a table or go up to the bar? Let's start at the bar. Yeah, I think Talk we to the start barkeeper. Seems uh, the type yeah. who'd know things. All right, he's doing the classic thing where he's tending the bar, preparing other drinks and food coming in and out. There are other people here. Uh, that uh, there's a um, a waitress that comes in and out. The waitress is. Uh, Let's see. Waitress. Um, yeah. And anyways, um, he's a uh, the big burly human man, and uh, he regards you as you approach with a, a, a... You get a sense of kind of guardedness, uh, and he just nods. But you can tell that he can see, you know, he can tell that you're, you know, traveling adventurers. And he says... Hello, travelers. Would you be Master Bayard, then? Bayard? Did I tell you Bayard? 
Where did I? Where did I say Bayard? I, I have that I written that. down as I have that written down as the innkeep. Ah, I don't know why I said that, but uh, his name would be um, Ducanard, and you, ah. the, so sorry about that. But but to that he says, uh, I I'm uh, I'm Ducanard. Side note: I had Bayard as a woodsman. I think. Ah, uh, that's what it was. From, yeah. Really have, uh, oh, my bad. I totally believed you though. I was like, yeah, I probably <laughs> probably <laughs> like to split those. I just had you that. Did, you Rick's kind of puts one foot on the crossbar of on the crossbars of two different bar t bar stools to kind of kind of lift himself up to eye level. Nice. A motion that he's. Uh, more practice than it sounds like, probably, because he's had to do this a bunch of times. He just says, "Just says like, so, uh, we're uh, we've just arrived in town. What's the what's the news? Many grim tidings, it seems. There's some grim times, traveler. News is though that you have to pay for your fare and drink here if you're going to stay for the night. Oh, all right. We'd have it, we'd have it no other way." I'm gonna yeah. glance over my shoulder at uh, at those posers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you do that, and um, uh, uh, the rest of you, you see, um, uh, you see uh, uh, Durek glance, and at the same time, uh, Riccio Ducanard, uh, the uh, the tavern keep, he also glances, and. and um, of the six here, three of them get up. One of them is a, a half-work, a young half-work. He styles his hair in a very human way. It's almost like he's a half-work that's really trying hard to look like a human. He's got a red shawl and a cloak, but otherwise some of the accents of... Uh, uh, and as they get closer, you can tell that their materials are cheap. And some of the armor is even like of a ceremonial or faux quality. It's not a, it's not actually real. And uh, mm. one of the, uh, the other person is a, a tiefling woman with a, a big, a, a big manly jaw and, um, and uh, horns that kind of come out like this way, like one of those people from Star Wars, the, the ones with the horns. Oh, I know the ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, the Devonians, yeah. Devonians, and uh, and there's a, a drow elf with uh, with curly red hair that uh, the, these 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 people all come up, and the the half orcs like, did you make your way in from Perinval? I was asking. <laughs> I was about exactly. to ask you the same question. Look, friends, this is our job. This is our town. And then he looks over at the tavern keep and looks back at you. This is our tavern. Maybe you ought to just leave. I'm going to punch him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> you can get a surprise attack because <laughs> I'm surprised. <laughs> so, so yeah, I think I'm going to do a little bit more back and forth first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going uh, with it. I'm, I'm not backing you up. Let me see. I'm just getting ready to ask about the 
ambush and it's like, oh, have you been ambushed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that happens. That's awesome. Take a luck token for that. <laughs> um, All right, we were supposed to roll for our luck tokens. Oh, yeah, roll D4 yeah. plus, you know, whatever your math is for it. Yeah. Um, no, this it isn't does. good. Let's oh, do nice. this one. And you guys can go ahead and roll your initiative, and we can... Somebody watch the initiative rolls and help me find the highest one, please. Okay. Um, do I need to roll initiative on a surprise attack? Well, yeah, let's go ahead and knock it out. But you'll get... But, yeah, you get your, uh, you'll get your surprise attack as well. Is, initiative's just a dex check, right? Uh, yeah, you'd add your dexterity modifier. And ultimately, I'm just looking for the highest, because the um, it determines where the monsters will fall. I have 14 total. I got uh, Dirk. Dirk had a 19. So that's the highest. Maybe it's two rolls? Or two actions, maybe? If Durek has the highest, uh, then yes, uh, you punch him in the face. You can you can roll to hit. All right. Um, I don't have a hand to hand at, uh, attack bump uh, or anything. Like I have. Um, what what should I roll on on the chart here? Yeah, great question. Um, just uh, let's just roll like a, um, a regular attack with your. You can you roll can add, a d20 and add my uh, attack bonus. Yeah, all of your um, all of your talent features for either strength or we'll do strength, and then just okay. do a d4. All right. Uh, Nineteen. Yeah, that definitely hits. <laughs> are you trying to subdue, or are you trying to cave his nose in and end him? I'm just trying to knock him out. I'm not trying to, uh, you know, kill him. All right. Roll for damage. Uh, you don't have to roll for damage, actually. You knock him out with that. Um, and uh, he takes a little nap. Um, all right. And then you get another attack, actually. But uh, instead, I'm going to have them immediately roll their morale because uh, they see this work warrior just, like, conk out one of their... Oh, they pass. All right. They're going to fight. All right. Yeah, and you're at the top of the round. I'm going to grab the uh, the drow by the shirt and headbutt him in the face. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> All right. And strength roll. Oh, man. Natural 20. So remember, remember all the things you can do. Well, no, no, I'm thinking of a luck token. Uh, but... Uh, Roll damage and see if it explodes. I just want to see if you can... The D4? Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll say that you can describe how you... Are you just trying to knock all of them out? I'm just trying to knock the two of them out. I'm just... Yeah, I'm right. going to punch the one and then, boom, headbutt the other, the, the drow. He's handing that you know, the, the ginger, The ginger drow. How do you knock out the third one? Uh, I only have the two, right? No, no, oh, you rolled a nat 20. Get... Yeah, let's do it. Uh, who else is there? Uh, the, the third one here is, uh, let's see, you did the drow, the tiefling, 
No, yeah, you did the half work and the drow. There's the tiefling. Yeah. All right. On e so either side of the horns, so I don't uh, you know mess up my fist. I'm gonna clap them in the ears on uh, both sides. Just give them a boom. This all happens Perp. within like 1.5 seconds. Uh, you just hear a squeaky. Yeah. I was just a pastry chef, and then clack, and you hear like a him clap his uh, his hands across oh. this person's ears, and they fall to the ground. At this point, these will just simply try to run out the door and get away. And that's what the... Uh, actually, I need to ro roll to see if they can even move. But that's... Yeah, they do it. All right, that's funny. We'll do whatever they're trying <laughs> yeah, to do. Yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. they run for the door uh, double near, but they make it just outside the tavern. That's how far they make it. How's everyone else reacting? Are we going to run after him, or are we pretty satisfied? with this outcome. I'm going to say on my turn, I would like to order a drink. <laughs> I was about to say, That's I awesome. Just nice. smooth. Everybody ordering. And <laughs> actually, everybody just take another luck token if you have the slot for it. If you don't, that's fine. Um, that's awesome. Okay. Well, um, at this, okay, uh, the sure there's a minstrel in the corner. They, <laughs> they just go back to playing. <laughs> Everybody resumes, um, and yep. um, Rick's rolled a natural one on his initiative for the fight, so he's just he's just catching up now. Nice. He says that's that's what I like about you. You don't put up with bullshit. Uh, at this, the uh, uh, Riccio's face, his his jaw is agape, and he's like, "You're you're actually an adventure of Perinval." That's the uh, the barkeep. Yeah, the barkeep. We all are actually. Uh, I'd like to uh, search the pockets of the unconscious. <laughs> nice. I uh, think that's reasonable. And if they have anything, I'm gonna give it to the barkeep. Oh. <laughs> Take another luck token if you can nice. fit it. Nice. You can't fit it. Don't worry about it. All right. Let me roll to see uh, if I they have reasonable. anything. That's great. Um, all right, I got to make a couple quick rolls here. And then to answer his question, or I guess it really wasn't a question, it was a statement, but uh, I'll say, uh, indeed we are, and we're here to help. Nice. Um, six. I'm going to see... Uh, it seems they have procured some treasure through their uh, imposter, thinly veiled banditry that they've been doing. Uh, one of them has on them. They just have cheap, crappy weapons that be of no use to you. Their their armor is useless as well. Um, you find uh, on them twelve silver pennies in a bag. But on one of them, you find a wavy bladed greatsword worth at least 12 gold pieces. Wow. Uh, well, I have no a use for greatswords. Uh, <laughs> so I will hand the greatsword to Durek and say, uh, uh, I believe I like this is your winnings. Oh, well, I will take it since the greatsword is my uh, uh, mastery weapon. Um, I will take it. I'll say... Well, thank you, Log. I appreciate that. And then, yeah, so you earned it. Put the 12 pennies on the counter for the 
Porky. He, uh, his oh. mouth is still agape, and he, he looks, and he just pushes the pennies back, and he's like, no, no, just tonight on the house. I'll bring out food and drink, and you can pick your pick your poison, and we'll, I'll give you the best rooms I have just for tonight. That's more than decent of you. I appreciate that, and uh, sorry for the mess. He shuffles closer to the bar so that he can talk to you. You can see that he has a heavy limp. Uh, he cannot move around very quickly. And he, he leans in onto the bar and he says, You know, I was a soldier once. Where did you serve? Parabor. I remember well. The horrors that I saw that night. But I was proud to get to be a part of it. When the kingdom was established, I knew things were going to change then. I remember I had no horse, and he taps this big blade behind him, but he's like, but I had my family's weapon. I could see in the darkness, even as we were getting torn apart in the screams of the night, a banner waving in the night. And we screamed louder than those beasts, and we drove them back to the palace square. And he looks off in the distance. Uh, Log just stands in awe. If you look all. back on something like that with pride, then you must have served honorably. So, thank you for your service. Uh, no, I just said I stand there in awe, uh, amazed at the story. Yeah, I'm going to give him the soldier salute. Haha. <laughs> Now I'm just an old fat man behind a bar um, here in an isolated barony out on the edge of the kingdom. Uh, but here's Once a... Once a warrior, always a warrior. Uh, uh, how about this? Um, and he um, brings out um, the, uh, the best drink that he has. Um, just for tonight. Uh, a bottle. A March's rye whiskey. And he puts out some glasses. And, uh... Are you sure we aren't taking advantage of your good nature? Oh. choice to make. The guards hadn't taken care of that problem that I was having for the past three days. Hmm. So, well, as then, far as I'm concerned... we accept you... your generosity. He, he just expresses his gratitude and he uh, puts out the, the bottle for you all to share uh, in its entirety with a bunch of glasses and, um, and also um, bread and cheese and um, a, a big steaming uh, pork pot roast. Um, oh, outstanding. It's been a cold road. So, uh, you must be here then actually from the kingdom I yeah I, I figured with the war on no one would been would have been sent well uh what do you mention we've actually we're actually not the first that were sent we're just the first to arrive unfortunately I see it's been a more dangerous road than we even imagined at that who uh who was asking for information before I believe log was. Is it log? Uh, log, you can roll a a d20, and you can add 
Um, let's see, for all of that, you can add a five. Oh, uh, wow. 24. Ooh. 24. Oh, so close to a 1. Mm. Nice. He, uh, he says, um, I, uh, I can't say I'm surprised. There are river pirates, after all. They're the monsters. And then even if none of that was here, all of these people fight amongst themselves. But I'll tell you, for what it's worth, there's caverns, a spider web of them underneath this entire shire. I think it's a good place for someone to get lost. You, you think that's where you... the missing people have gone? I think it could be. Unless it's one of the, the you know, the demons uh, from the uh, the army of Dane or something. Um, because they could come from the wilderness, but any sane person wouldn't have come from the wilderness to the south. And anywhere from the north, it would have been caught by the king's riders and... Yeah, mm. so I think it could be underground. That That's possibly where they were taken, if you ask me. Well, then I have a few questions. Firstly, what would anyone... Why would anyone go to such a place of their own free will, if not to be under the thrall or spell of a such demon? Could be. Could be ensorcelment. I've seen these things before. No expert in them, but I know that such things are possible. Or it could be that they were taken there not of their free will. Would you happen to uh, to know uh, of an entrance to these underground caves, or where we might find one? Hmm. That I don't know. In fact, I I know of no entrance into these caves. It's something I've heard of. If I had to guess, under the 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 keep castle itself, any entrance into some sort of underground complex. Things were different here long ago. This province was wealthy. Back when the merchant kingdom was flourishing. And all the way going back into the old kingdom of light. What sorts of things changed? Well, when the kingdom of light fell ages ago... All of the, the grand castles and... Uh, passageways and dungeons and grand bridges and highways and things decayed. Mm. They fell into various petty uh, merchant kingdoms under robber barons and councils of merchants like Parabor was. So, it wouldn't surprise me to know that the the ancient castle of Lornadane holds a uh, a vast complex under it somewhere. Uh, perhaps you could ask the uh, at the castle about it. I'd had a uh, little luck uh, making our voice heard over there, though I couldn't begin to speculate why. That is strange. 
I, I suspect if uh, buffoons like these guys were running, impersonating the good uh, adventurers of uh, Perenthal, then perhaps they have reason to doubt. Does this sort of it. thing happen all the time? I mean, it's... Perhaps we should uh, sit at a table where we can talk. Yeah. By all means. Uh, now, do you mean with him? You want him to come out and join you? Oh, uh, I, I meant... He's got a limp. We'll just eat at the bar t the, the table, actually, unless we've got someone else to, t uh, to talk to. Yeah, yeah, you're right. right. I, I was... Yeah. So we uh, might as well talk with a, a couple of people around here, though. They just at this point, at that point, we're just kind of talking to them because they're here. I think we're going to get I, uh, the most mileage out of uh, Rosino. I would like to uh, ask him about the woodsman north of the village. Uh, we saw a terrible scene there, and uh, if it was this recent, does the town know about what happened there? What did you see? Saw blood on the ground. And we also saw uh, footprints leading north. We uh, thought that it was the woodsmen uh, escaping northwards, but then later we heard that they had uh, returned to the keep where they apparently uh, uh, they apparently spend the night. It, sound, it seemed a little uh, unusual, but it would be a safe place. Yes, the... the... The Baroness uh, employs foresters. Some of them are travelers. Come in, and they do work for the barony. Gather lumber. Mm. Especially important for the coming winter, after all. This will be a truly harsh Early. winter with the war. Um, I know uh, Bayard. I've always thought of him as an honorable man. But... Uh, there are some here that uh, think that perhaps the foresters at fault with everything. Mm. Uh, I've heard that at least, whisperings of that, but uh, just about everyone here thinks that someone's at fault for some reason or another. Yeah, there's a lot of blame going around. So, something I've been kind of thinking on. Uh, first off, this this whiskey's good. Thank you, thank you so much for this. It is, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's something I've been kind of curious on as y'all been talking. Like, like my friend said, we we went to the to the keep and it was less than than stellar. And, and you'd mentioned some trouble with the guards. Have y'all had any any change out of the Baroness as of late? That's just has anything just seemed odd or different lately? Hmm. Well, it was a bit of a shake-up. You know, when I think back, um, I'm from this barony, after all. I was raised here. I knew her father. He was a strange man. I'll not lie. But we got by, and we were all strange happy. Ah, reclusive. Um, esoteric, uh... Uh, rumors had it that he would uh, keep strange things in the castle. Strange noises, all these sorts of things. Uh, his uh, policies uh, 
were erratic. But, um, we were happy to see his strong, brilliant daughter come of age. And then she led a, a campaign, uh, and in, in fact she was gone while I went to fight during the War of the Vale. In the Battle of Parabor, I... She was actually gone on a different campaign. She had organized a group of mercenaries and foreigners and had gone on a grand adventure to a place far away called the Everquiet. Uh, an honorable sort of expedition, you'd say? I suppose so. Uh, uh, these things are common in these, in these lands, uh, such as yourselves, uh, where you go and face some sort of supposed evil and fight it and try to gain treasure and fame and glory and, and such. I mean, you would know more about that than I would. But of course, one thing, one thing that I know is that it's always possible to be touched by something you didn't seek out. Uh, often, so it leaves me wondering if she perhaps, uh, in part, followed in her father's footsteps. I don't know, but when she came back after the Battle of Parabor, of course everything changed. Uh, Parabor had fallen. Um, this isolated barony was brought in uh, under the king's armies, King Ardrith. At that, he, uh, he like, salutes. He thinks, thinks of Ardrith. He looks off, off to the side, you know. Uh, a, a goodly king. Indeed he is. Uh, I hope the rumors that he is missing aren't true. Uh, have you heard anything from the kingdom? You will have heard that he is missing, actually. Oh. Yeah. With a heavy heart, we have heard similar. We can only pay for his swift return. And just at the eve of battle, and at winter, even worse. Ah, well, uh, anyways, uh, she had just returned when the kingdom established its, its authority over the outlying lands, the villages all along the Devouring Sea, and south here and you know into the barony and uh, she she cooperated uh, she attended um, the royal council in Perinval and she bent the knee to King Ardrith the Scarred and pledged her loyalty to him in the kingdom as many other lords and ladies and merchant kings and queens and such of the wilderness out here in the Vale have done and uh, after that happened, there was a lot of reorganization that happened, but uh, I suppose that was true of everywhere. There were taxis levied. New things established. They established a general store for people to buy things. Uh, and lots of new taxes. An increase of taxes. But with the war, it, it, it made sense. Hmm. Hmm. Might be a little above my pay grade. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I am curious, Rex. Uh, are you thinking uh, along? Uh, uh, perhaps we're thinking along the same lines of uh, perhaps uh, the good Baroness uh, brought something back with her from that campaign, something that yeah, it's uh, possible. she brought back in her heart. Possible could be, could even be some some artifact that she'd been seeking out all along. Might have some relationship to the uh, the keeps uh, connection to the catacombs, though. I don't, 
want to uh, overstep my bounds by speculating too wildly. I think it's important but, uh, we uh, have... There's something going on. ...have a meeting with her, but uh, maybe we should gain some better reputation before we try to do such a thing. Yeah. Make a name for ourselves here quickly, then we have a chance to uh, have company with her and, and, and get to the bottom of this quickly. Well, I'd say Derek's made a little bit of a name, but let's uh, expand <laughs> on that. Uh, speaking of the immediate problem, uh, do we want to address these orcs in the woods? Uh, yeah, I got, uh, got two weird questions for you. Uh, one, do you know much about local orcs? And two, do you know much about giant frogs? <laughs> or I look back and realize, like, was it frogs or toads? Uh, they weren't wet, so I called them toads. Okay, let's go with toads. I mean, Sabird has got the jokes. I'm sorry, what was that, Chris? I, I would argue they were they were frogs. I mean, I watched them hop. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you really want to spend so much time tonight getting into the semantics of frogs or Anyway, yeah, like, like he said, uh, had, do you know much about frogs or toads in these here parts? I take it that you've seen these things, giant toads and uh, orcs. We, uh... They, some of the, some giant toads appeared to have been responsible for the, the the fact that we are the first adventurers to actually arrive here. Even though uh, I believe two other groups have been sent out prior. Uh, hope they're still alive. If not, may they rest in peace. I look visibly uncomfortable at that. May their fires burn bright on the pyres of Tempest. Well, uh, to the heroes of Parenthal. To to that, everybody stops and they go, ah, you know, and they they raise their glass. There's a cheer in the tavern. So apparently, a loyalist is out. Small glass because he's kind of a literal lightweight. As the cheer is going, uh, Log's going to tip his head uh, as Blossom comes out, and uh, he's going to uh, feed it some bread and try to be discreet about it. Don't know if pets are allowed indoors. I don't know how, how discreet a, uh, a half troll is going to be. <laughs> they welcome all sorts. Well, you got to just roll with it. Yeah. So, um, uh, when you, you know, say that you, you know you've seen these things, he says, "I will tell you that with the war." I think all sorts of strange things in the wilderness have been pushed here into the barony. In some ways, we've been fortunate. Because at least those demonic armies have not marched through here and raised this place to the ground. Without the king's armies, we wouldn't stand a chance. Even with the forces that the baroness have, has raised and her mercenaries. Hmm. So this isn't I, the reason that those forces are not attacking here. Yes, uh, monsters roam at night. That's why we built this palisade and the trenches and keep constant guards. Anytime. So that do you fear? Oh, do you fear these orcs attacking uh, that we've we've described in the woods? Do you fear that they? Do they often make raids on the town or or on the uh, castle? I have not seen any raids from orcs or forest or uh, wilderness tribes. It wouldn't surprise me, though. 
It's not impossible. He got it wrong. Like, maybe they're just trying to defend themselves. We haven't heard their side of the story yet. You give something uh, else for our hearts to worry about. I hope that you can find our people. Uh, I certainly hope that we can provide more than worries. We're here to help. As we hear this, I would probably look to Log and just be like, uh, how, how sure are you that your bird said orcs and not like pork or, or something? Uh, with that, he's going to look at the bird with concern and hold it close to his face. In uh, avian, it goes, I said orc. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I look back uh, to Sabert and grin and say yes that's it (laughs) saber you hear it like cutely just chirp yeah but in but in avian it's going like it was a murderous and horrifying sight that roared across the the, uh, across the sky the the, their war cries you know it's going on but you just heard meep meep Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm real convinced. Uh, well, um, y'all, I think we've probably taken up enough of this barkeep's time. I mean, what what do y'all reckon we should do next? And I, 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 I personally would love to find a way into this keep, but I, I don't know that we really got a good way to get in it. I uh, I have a question actually concerning that exact thing, Siebert. What can you tell us about the tower that is outside of town? It's it's from the old days, the better times. Probably con- watch the watchtower, probably connected to the uh, the rest of the, you know, it's connected to the defense system. I'm thinking that that might be an easier route to go investigate that tower, and there may be something underneath it that would lead us down to the uh, the underground. Oh, you. I, 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 what I'm asking for is it is it guarded? Is it uh, is that tower in use? What is the story of that watchtower? Oh, you mean the old ancient stone watchtower halfway between the McKaywin farm and the keep, along the road. Indeed. That sounds right. It's um, it is in fact ancient. Uh, some say it predates the old kingdom of light. Uh, even into the ancient times of the uh, of the of the elder ones, it's an old stone tower. Uh, I don't know who owns it, um, but um, no one hardly goes there. The property is overgrown, the top of the tower is ruined, and the Baroness has not either had the funds or seen fit to to rebuild it into something that could be useful for the barony. What do you think, guys? I think that uh, would be a good thing to check out, but uh, we ought to do that in the morning. Absolutely. Yep. Oh, so, uh, I wonder. This is pro- we, we could probably just look out like a window or something once we get up to the second floor here and just see if there's any lights on it. Like it's only going to be like a, a mile distant at most, perhaps less. It's a good point because you're on a river. So you're in a river valley. Uh, so looking up into the night... Uh, you see utter pitch black as uh, even the farmsteads are not lit with lantern light or fire. Um, you see no fires or anything. Um, you know, the whole thing is about, again, like two miles across. 
so no, you don't see any lights coming from it in the night. Um, uh, let me see here. Uh, Riccio, he says, um, you know, if, uh, if you've come to help us, you might check in with, uh, with Sheriff Bolin in the morning. The, the guard of the barony, uh, Sheriff Bolin, he was appointed, uh, the sheriff of the, of the village by the Baroness, uh, they haven't been able to turn anything up or make any progress in finding out about the missing people. Hmm. Where does he put his office? Just here in town, uh, and it's, uh, right. uh, just after you enter the palisade, uh, during the main, uh, where, where the, uh, uh, the guard towers are, uh, it's the first building on the right, the guardhouse. Well, what? How about we? Uh, I don't know about you, but my uh, my dogs are barking, and between the uh, the whiskey and the pie, I'm about ready to turn in. Let's try to get an early morning of it. I agree. All right. What say you, yep. Sabert? Sounds good to me. Log. Yes. I'm going to ask one more question. Uh, as he's going to stand up, uh, you said there was a gnome at one of the tables. Yeah, there's a gnome. Uh... Here. Uh, a gnome sitting with a tiefling. He he has a the gnome. Uh, he is dressed very well. Uh, he's got like a little, you know, like like those nineteenth century kind of white things with a whatever you call it, uh, a tie that where it doesn't fold down. I I, I don't know, but you know he's got a that cravat? a cr- cravat. Thank you. Yes, exactly. And then uh, he's got the um, you know like a suit top uh, and. Um, Except for a little gnome, and he looks sickly, uh, pale, almost bordering on blue complexion. Okay, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna waddle over to them, uh, and then I'm a literal blue to, blood. Uh, I'm hmm. gonna bow uh, as I approach the table. Say, I hope you are enjoying your evening. He uh, he startled at first. Ah! You know, as this big mossy thing towers <laughs> over him, and he's like, "Oh, oh, uh, oh my! Are, are you, are you one of those forest people? Are you a sylvan person, a you know, a person of the of the wood of the of the fairy?" I was at one time. I don't know how someone changes, but. Well, I suppose those uh, fairies change all the time. I want to hear all about it. Will you sit with us, please? Please. He motions toward the last remaining chair. Uh, I I agree. Uh, but I say I'll trade my stories for yours. Okay. Um, at this, the tiefling, Ooh. um, uh, your bird, uh, will not come near the table. By the way. It stays perched nearby, and when you ask it, and if you ask it in, you know, uh, avian to come to you, uh, it chirps back in reply, I'm not coming near that woman. And you can see a tattoo on the on the tiefling's neck of a bird skull. Hmm. Bird murderer. <laughs> bird murderer. <laughs> this is what the campaign's about now. <laughs> bird murderers. Uh, this is, this I, is what we I... do now. Do I we gotta do something about this? 
I'm sorry. It sounds arcane almost. <laughs> Does such a marking actually have significance to me? Probably not. Um, uh, um, well. Uh, by any chance, is this a wizardry thing? I actually have a background as a wizard's apprentice. Would I know something majorly about this? Um, yeah, probably that that's more akin to what this is. Um, she is probably, uh, it's probably a kind of curse. Now, there are things that can make the situation. She could literally be, um, it could be something where she has a an, a a magical antipathy with all bird kind, or you don't know, but there are things like that, you know. Or maybe she does have to murder all the birds or something, uh, mm. you know. I don't know. But anyways, that being said, you can you can ask her about it, log if you want, um, or uh, you know, you 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 if you look over um, uh, Rex, you could you could share that information later, but. But as for her part, um, she just uh, she gets up once this huge shambling figure comes over and sits down, and you, the 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 chair creaks under your weight, uh, log, and she says, "Well, uh, it was good speaking to you again, Franklin, and I wish you the best. I think that it's time to head home. It's well past dark." And Franklin says, "Oh yes, uh, Samo, or I'm sorry, Alicia, a very a very good evening to you." Uh, I hope I haven't offended you in any way. Oh, no, uh, not at all. Uh, and um, it's just that it is very late. I hope you understand. Uh, but I will tell you that uh, Franklin here is a wonderful conversationalist. She smiles. I, I nod agreeably and return to her conversation with Franklin. Now, as soon as she walks off, um, your uh, a Blossom eagerly join rejoins you. But is shaking a little bit on your shoulder. Okay, I, I uh, pet them with my finger and uh, try to soothe them. Uh, I and I'm going to ask Franklin, uh, what does she do? Oh, uh, oh, um, uh, you mean uh, Alicia? Mm, Alicia. Yes. Um, she is a. Uh, make sure I don't have this. Incorrect. I was just going to. It, what I'm doing is dumb. I just thought I'd kill some time while you know, like if you're. <laughs> I was just. I was going to turn to see, Savert and uh, and comment on the finery of the gnome's uh, clothes. I mean, like, do you notice the the the? Do you notice the stitching? It's it's really expertly done. I mean, these. It's a beautiful garment. It's, that's all I'm saying. It's it's just beautiful. It's well, really well tailored quality. I, I didn't know you had an eye for such things. It, it, it's pretty nice. You're not wrong. Gosh. <laughs> I take notice of things. Nice. <laughs> you take another luck token if you're not already topped off. Yeah. Um, uh, meanwhile, uh, uh, log, um, uh, he he oh, says, uh, uh, Alicia is a, she's a crofter. She's a, a small tenant farmer, and she goes about uh, caring for the beds and flowers and small gardens here in town, trying to gain some coin. It's and 
the music and the crowds died down. The other two, they've already left. You know, uh, the scoundrels, they've they've scampered off since then. Um, unless you want to, like, handcuff them or something and turn them into the sheriff or something. I don't know. But um, uh, The sheriff's been ignoring them. We, we probably just put them in a recovery position and just left them. Gotcha. Uh, I, so, I think they, they, the, the embarrassment enough should be enough punishment, I think. Nice. Um, uh, anyways, uh, he says, um, it's, it's terribly sad what happened to her mother. And uh, since she lost her mother and lost her business, uh, she's just doing anything she can to try to get some money, you know, just to get by. That's terribly mm. sad. What happened to her mother? Well, she went missing. Uh, unfortunately, her will and estate has not been put... Uh, hasn't been... Uh, uh, there's nothing that uh, establishes Alicia's claim to her estate uh, of her mother. Uh, it's possible that Alicia was adopted, you see. It's hard to say with tieflings, but um, either way, she's unable to prove it under barony law. I tried to help her. I'm a solicitor, you see. Uh, the solicitor, in fact, uh, for the barony. Um, I, uh, I provide my services, what I can, to the, the people here and the, the folk that come through and the travelers. Uh, if anyone needs anything uh, worked out, I stay here in the village. Uh, but um, I tried to help her reestablish her mother's business and estate, uh, but I couldn't do it. There was no way for her to prove that she was her mother's daughter. And her mother went missing. And no one knows where she's gone. Do we know how long she's been missing? Yes, uh, she's uh, been gone for about uh, three months now. So you handle the estates around here. I'm going to walk up to the table now since I was at the bar before. Oh, and, and then he sees like this big towering half-orc now. And he's like, oh, <laughs> hello. Hello, I, first off, I would just like to say that that is a lovely cravat. Oh, well, I thank you. <laughs> oh, oh. And he adjusts it. He's very flattered. Let me see what that... What's your charisma also? I don't know that it's great, honestly. Let me see. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're all at... Oh, it's at 10. I think we're all at zero yeah. modifiers except for logs. Gotcha. I could be wrong. All right. Um, yeah. Well, he, uh, he's, he's, he, he appreciates the comment, but then he says... Um, he he beams it pride, with pride at your com uh, a compliment, but then he he says, uh, "How can I help you, sir?" I heard you mention that you handle the estates here. Ah, perhaps you could tell us something about the uh, watchtower out on the uh, in idea. the distance. Oh, I who owns it? Who I, occupies it? A point of correction: I'm actually a, a solicitor. I don't. Uh, I don't manage the estates directly. Uh, that is actually the responsibility of. Uh, let me get you the name because he would know. Yeah, we're getting we're getting deep into small town politics now. Yeah, mm -hmm. we are. <laughs> uh, um, that would be um, Master Sprague. Uh, Master Sprague at the at the keep. Uh, has been given direct authority to uh, manage estates and warrants and uh, and things of that nature. Um, 
And uh, the the knight of the keep, um, I guess I keep this page up actually. Uh, Sir Hathbert helps to administer things uh, like that. Uh, but what I do is I I help uh, interpret uh, the the ancient laws. You see, when the king came to power, uh, he uh, he established a continuation of existing laws. Uh, there's some discussion. He goes on now about this for a while. He's like, yeah, there's going to be tax reforms and there was, you know, and everything like that. But, but he basically, he's like the guy that can do paperwork, which is a rare thing, you know, and, and in particular, it helps traders and people that are able to come through interface between the the cities and the kingdoms and meet trade laws and taxes and stuff like that. Well, guys, do you think we should, uh, Rex, you had mentioned retiring and uh, maybe getting a fresh start, I think. is. is... Now, I want to circle back to Log, though, because you wanted to ask him things. So I don't feel like, uh, I don't think we resolved that. Um, I just want to, I mean, glean any information that he knows, especially dealing with the matters firsthand of dealing with missing persons. If, if he knows anything about the rumors about where they've gone or how or, uh, why they've been missing or anything. Well, he goes first, and he basically lays out on the table, and you notice that his skin is this weird bluish tint, and he is uh, looks kind of sickly as a gnome, uh, but he basically, um, because you're a fairy creature, and he keeps circling back to that, even though you're like, I'm not a fairy creature anymore, um, he feels that what this place really needs is a performance, and he has heard... Uh, of a um, a uh, a resurgence of artists uh, in the past two years, like artists and bards and minstrels and uh, jesters and all kinds of things, and he wants to create a traveling entertainment troupe and retire. And because you're a fairy, he's he's like. Get me in touch with the fairies. That's basically what he he tells you. <laughs> All right. There's uh, nothing like Elvin singing in the spring. <laughs> I think Log kind of rolls his eyes at such topic, but he uh, he uh, thanks him for the company, and yeah, at the point he's going to give up. All right. Uh, well, you can you can roll a d twenty. That's just that's just what he was asking you. But you know, if you ask oh, okay. him about things, yeah, he'll. <laughs> uh, is this like a, a charisma check then? Uh, yeah. If you have a charisma modifier, you can add it to the d twenty. Yeah, plus two. Okay. Uh, Seventeen. Seventeen. Um. And you ask like, what's going on? Like the missing persons. The the conspiracies, like what's going on in this place, like you're trying to... Yeah. Okay. He he says, well, if you ask me, those, um, those, um, are Kaji, that they call them, the river folk. They're not from around here. Very strange that their city just appeared out of nowhere. And they started coming up and down these rivers, and they've been causing problems ever since. And I, I'm, I'll just be honest and say it. I think that I think it might very well be them. And I have heard, you know, that they steal. Uh, they keep boats and they ply the river and they steal from people, like pirates, river pirates. And that they have some sort of 
base uh, somewhere to the north of here. One time, I heard someone in here saw it through the trees off the river. They were they were doing river trade, and they said that they saw something in the woods. And I bet that's that river pirate base. How long have the river pirates been a problem? Mm, about six months, maybe. Well, hmm. I guess when I think about it, uh, uh, longer than that, uh, they've just gotten worse. In fact, um, I remember reports of people being mugged and things stolen on the river and boats getting attacked going all the way back, well, probably the second year after the kingdom was established, after her, after her grace returned. So come to think of it, I guess it couldn't just be the river folk. Yeah, maybe it's a more recent development. Or a more ancient one. <laughs> or something in between. But <laughs> log, log shutters. <laughs> but, you know, because he's saying that, like, there's these two cities... There's the, because uh, we talked about, this came up somewhere. Uh, I think maybe you just are aware of this. There's the city of Wayrest that like appeared. Uh, and then there's this other city uh, called Bardsgate and it's like appeared. And that's, that's like a strange happening that has happened in the past mm -hmm. year. Uh, and these river folk are like this like nomadic river people uh, that come from Bardsgate. And uh, they've, so they've appeared in the last year. Um, but so then, them. yeah, so when, when, when he thinks, thinks about it, uh, cause the Baroness, she came back about a year after the war, which is about three years ago. Hmm. Right. When we say appeared, are we thinking like that they moved in and set up shop or that it was sort of like the portals that we get pulled through where the whole city just, the city literally just appeared, appeared. literally. Yeah, literally. Wow. Yeah. I guess that's the kind of thing he... Yeah, they used to around here. And uh, Rex is kind of like circulating towards where the uh, the party's center of gravity seems to be maneuvering towards. Yeah, things just, just appear uh... and disappear. Seems. Mm -hmm. So you say there's a hit. You say that someone saw the hit. Where about how far from here do you reckon that they would have been when they saw it? Maybe it's something we could track down, or maybe it's far away. Uh, say that again. I'm sorry. Uh, do you think that about how far from here? Would you reckon, based on your secondhand knowledge, uh, that that pirate base was seen? Yeah, and with that in mind, as he's answering the question, we did see the footsteps towards some type of building. Is that the fortification that he's been talking about? Footsteps. The footsteps uh, went. In, the footsteps went into the uh, woods to the north. Oh, okay. Yeah, we have no idea where they went after that. Yeah, uh, he says uh, I. They were talking uh, of the area where the the trees get thick, uh, which you know is actually the forest area where you came in, uh, but you weren't. Yeah. You didn't come in via the river. You came in via the forest. But uh, about the, so about a, a mile north of here, um, and then on the far side of the river, meaning on the opposite side, not on the near side. Not not yeah. yeah. I mean, remember those toadies, uh, they have an ancient 
an ancient place somewhere back in back in those woods that they've been uh, guarding a temple, um, which which we're aware of because of uh, you know the our new friend, uh, the toad. Perhaps they might be responsible for the uh, the piracy, and people are just kind of pointing towards the Kaji instead. Mm. Oh, you probably you probably know whether you get held up by a frog or not. <laughs> Right. Sabred, I'm waiting for one mm. of your frog jokes. <laughs> Hop to it. I think I'm out. I, I've got too much whiskey in me. I'm all hopped up. <laughs> uh, hey. All right. This is when we start to uh, really see the warts in this group, you know? <laughs> yeah. Okay, yep. Okay. There it is. That's, that's, <laughs> minus two luck tokens from, from the DM. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, so uh, you guys going to settle in for the night? Yeah, yep. let's get some sleep in me. All right. You do that. Uh, you awaken the next day uh, to the bustling... Oh, wrong one. Village of Lornadane. And uh, the sun rises. Hang on, I might need to uh, refresh. Oh, never mind. It finished loading. Um, me too. It's taking its time. Hmm. And sun rises. There it goes. Now. Yawning awake and thinking, thinking like theoretically we could uh, try to get passage across the river and then make our way north on foot. And check this thing out, but that might be a lower priority than other issues. Still, if we know there's a pirate base, might be, might be a reasonable guess that they're responsible for kidnappings. Um. Wow. I was just going to kind of set the scene and describe what you see around you, you know, in case there's anything you want to kind of pick at there. Uh, the um, sun rises. It is a beautiful fall day. It's uh, unseasonably temperate and kind uh, to be this close, far to the south in the forest of the Vale. Um, and um, you can see... Ah, smell those trees. <laughs> That's the real beauty, folks. Hog lifts up his arm and sniffs his underarm. I didn't think it was too bad. <laughs> oh, you're you're a beautiful, beautiful specimen, Hog. <laughs> okay, yeah. here we go. Yeah, Log is kind of looks at him and it's like, so anyway, some sort of gift from the Earth Mother. Uh, I guess as we're kind of coming at our table in the, the morning as probably coming down from, from waking up and whatnot. I would have done my morning prayers and all that good stuff. Uh, I would probably start just by kind of gathering the group and just sort of saying, y'all, uh, I've, been, I've been thinking on everything we kind of learned last night, and I think I agree with Derek that that, that watchtower probably should be one of our first major stops. What do y'all think? Yeah, it seems reasonable. Apparently, in order to find out who owns it, we'd have to go all the way back to the keep. But so it'd probably be faster to just 
try walking into the tower and see who stops us. That if was kind of what I was thinking. I, I, I mean, if it's as overgrown as they say, I'm, I'm pretty well versed in herbs and such. We could just say we're there to study something and, and you know, play the fool yeah, if somebody tries to stop us. That seems reasonable. We could uh, keep asking people questions, but I think at this point, going out and getting eyes on it is going to make more sense. Would I, I, I agree. I think it's a good plan. Is there any reason that we would want to stop by the sheriff's office just to let them know that we're in town, we're legit, and we're going to be in and out of the village uh, conducting our uh, investigation? Given the warm see why not. We'll be heading right past there. Well, given the warm welcome we got at the keep, I don't know that I really want to meddle with local law unless we can avoid it. Yeah, I think just as a courtesy, you know, like saying, hey, we don't want to step on your toes here. But I mean, you, you could be right. Maybe it's better just to uh, ignore him or avoid him. He's going to find out about us eventually. It'd be I more respectful to uh, announce our presence. hired to step on his toes that's what we're, we're kind of here to intervene right so uh i, I it's do too think late it's to fly idea. under his radar we arrived here and sorry whatever the local I'm, try, I'm trying to think of a different way to phrase that so i think you keep using modern aphorisms uh it's too late to avoid his notice we arrived in a carriage better to be right. respectful and say announce our presence officially right i agree let's just well, let's be form. quick about it yeah formal greet so, um, outside in the village, you can see that there are about um, uh, 15 different buildings here. You can see a guardhouse, a granary, clearly what is a boat right along the coast. Small little waifs sticking out into the water in places. Fishmongers working, pulling in fish, working the fish that has been pulled in. A blacksmith. You can smell its heat. You can see the smoke rising. It's clear here there's an apothecary. And then something interesting uh, or odd compared to the other buildings, which are mostly made of wood and daub and thatch and things like that, there is a, uh, a stone dome building. It's surrounded with um, beautiful collections of garden plants and vines and um, is open. Uh, there's no door. And additionally, um, you can see people outside. There were eight. They're doing laundry, cleaning game and fish, and uh, going about their daily lives. If you want to visit one of those places, this is the guardhouse over here. Um, I can either point them out, or you can tell me which of those places you might be interested in, or if you want to hit the road. I'd say we try to get moving as quickly as possible. We don't know if we're under a time limit yet. Yeah, I think we should absolutely, like, move. I mean, if group consensus. The dome building covered in plants seems very interesting, but it also seems like not urgent. Uh, yes. Out of curiosity, with that dome building, would either I or Log recognize any of the the stuff about it as like an Earth Mother or Grass Mother situation? Um, 
yeah, let's say that you poke over the side uh, and gaze down this alleyway down at this domed building, you can see that it, while it's a house-sized structure, it appears ancient. And um, it is a, uh, it has a, a small stone moat also that circles down in front of it and a, uh, an, uh, a small stone bridge leading into the, this, uh, this ancient domed building covered in vine. It is very likely that this is a shrine to some sort of nature god. I think we'd probably leave it alone for now. Guys still planning on kind of hitting the garden tower first and then trying to head out. Yeah, I don't I need to glance around quickly for for parts for my herbalism. Um, As a ranger, I have a class features in herbalism. All right. I'm not totally sure how that works, to be totally honest. But if possible, if I could uh, have enough for like a curative, that'd be great. Ah, okay, so you're looking for herbs nearby that could form, like, a, a, a medicine? Yes. Yeah, uh, Will, you do think that that shrine probably has things on it, but then you would also be plucking it from a shrine. Hmm. Maybe later. So, to the guardhouse? Is that yeah, where you... Potentially. To announce yourself, is that the plan? Is, yeah, is yes, it possible that? Oh, sorry. Is it possible that we we hit the guardhouse? Uh, you know, like, like real briefly, and then you know we just we just we're just there to let our presence be known, and then like skedaddle, right? Have it, no threat having presented itself. The horsemen have since long left near dawn. Um, guards, however, still man the palisade and the trenches outside. And uh, when you come in into the guardhouse, it seems that the sheriff isn't present. And for a brief moment, you find yourself in the guardhouse. Um, this is just going to be the generic, you're in a building splat, so just so you know. Sure. Um, in the guardhouse, uh, you find yourself momentarily alone. You suspect only... For a brief moment, it seems like perhaps someone stepped out. I'll describe what you see here. Um, you can see that um, there are uh, there's a desk and uh, several bookshelves filled with ledgers, writs, licenses, bonds paid and due, executions, arrests, you know, things like that. All the paperwork of uh, of the village of Lornadane is here, and. Uh, a suit of chainmail, a shield, a heavy mace, and a pair of boots, all with a uh, an emblem that you take to be perhaps somebody's house or something, emblazoned on a surcoat hanging on a rack. Um, and uh, yeah, you probably only have moments before somebody would presumably come right back in. You know. Nope, I'm not. I don't intend to steal anything, and that seems like the only thing we'd have an opportunity to do. So, aside from that, uh, I guess we wait a little while, or we could just write a note. Yeah. I would like to take a moment to take a deep breath and and, and see if I can smell or, or see or notice anything magical or peculiar. 
Okay. Uh, are you casting a spell, or are you just uh, generally nope. trying nope. to... I'm just trying to vibe it out. Like, hey, is there anything really weird here going on? Yeah, you do have the scout feature. Uh, so why don't you go ahead and do a, um, a DC 12 at advantage wisdom or intelligence check. Nice. Uh, uh, yeah, I got a nat 20. Yeah, you, you do notice something. So this is the office that you see. It's clearly the sheriff's office. As you come into this building, you can see that it connects in this uh, this larger complex. It's one of the largest buildings in the village. There are other things here, okay? Uh, there's an armory, um, and uh, seeing through bars, you can see locked cabinets. Probably carry plates of or uh, sets of armor and weapons and things like that. Uh, beyond that... Um, off to the side, along a short hallway, you can see the jail. And um, as you glance back, you take it in and you notice, you can see in the jail, uh, a jail cell, these cells are uh, 10 foot by 10 foot. And um, you can see that there's uh, a bucket on the floor of each cell and straw that's been laid down. It's very rudimentary. Uh, the, the bars are iron wrought. Uh, each of them have a big sturdy iron lock on them. And there's a, uh, a lit torch because there's no, um, there's no, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, there's no windows. <laughs> yeah. So it has a sconce and, um, and, uh, there is a guard back there. Okay. Uh, toward the end. And it's like the person that's been put on guard for the jail cells. Um, and you can see in one of the cells that, uh, is empty, a tapestry. And now this tapestry is like big and heavy, uh, and hangs like heavily as, as the wall itself, but it hangs in the back side of one of the, the cells. Uh, and it depicts a coat of arms. You would know this as the coat of arms of Lorna Dane itself, but there is a bulge along the center of the tapestry. Oh, odd to hang a tapestry in a jail cell, is it not? Yeah. Someone's hiding behind it. And I, I, I mean to say that it's a... And when I say a bulge, like more, maybe I should say indention, meaning like just slightly raised, like a bump, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, it's so big and heavy that it almost would otherwise just meld into the wall. But yes, it is still strange. Perhaps it extends far enough from the wall that a bird might fly underneath. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna try to toss the looking at the blossom bird. down the down the aisle way. See if she can get back there and see what's up. All right. She, you see a bird just, <laughs> and then uh, you hear a guard in the back go, "Oh, the damn birds again!" <laughs> and then, um, but he can't see from his line of sight into the cell. And so uh, Blossom like comes and she she lands like and holds next to the tapestry and she looks back at you all like, "Let me go in here." Mm -hmm. like, and then she like wiggles her way in and like <laughs> flaps. And you see like the tail and feathers like <laughs> flapping out from underneath the, the tapestry and then kind of worms her way in, and then all of a sudden, boop, and she disappears. Now can uh. you? 
can you talk to her uh, telepathically, or is it? It's, you just speak uh, avian, I think is what it is, right? I think so. Yeah. Uh oh. Um, I believe there's. A, is it, you're a witch? Yes. I I, I believe I that it's a telepathic link. Oh, is it? I I think so. I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't. You know. Yeah, we'll go for uh, it. I mean. Uh, doesn't say here. Uh, it just says that I have a small familiar which speaks common. If it speaks, uh, then it speaks. And then we'll say, yes. yeah, it's not telepathic. Okay, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I didn't know it spoke it common. That's common. a that's a whole other story. I thought yeah. it couldn't speak common, so that's another yeah, thing. This is you. You have a familiar which speaks common. It can be the source of your spells, and if it dies, I can spend my own hit points to recover it. Now you can still yeah, cast pretty, spells. Where pretty she, bad she if you lose her. You can still cast spells where she is, though, so there's that. But anyways, yeah, it seems like she just, like, poop, and then disappeared underneath the the tapestry. Is the bulge still there, though, for the intention? Uh, yes. Okay. I guess we gotta just wait for her to return, then, because other than demanding entry into the cell, we can't really do anything about it. Mm. Seems like that tapestry is covering up either a portal... Or uh, or a secret door, like an entryway into the into the underworld, or not necessarily the, uh, not the mm. underworld, but the. Oh. So are maybe, you? Or the maybe or maybe the underworld. <laughs> are, are maybe you the all... underworld. I mean, can't rule anything out. Are you all gonna? Well, Rex is just kind of like making a little a little note, just saying that like this is a, this is a, an official uh, announcement that uh, adventurers of Parenthal have have arrived and I do a little drawing of an official dagger as if that's as if that's proof. Well this all happens in a matter of like twenty seconds, like everything we've talked about here. Okay. Uh, but I want to know before before time passes, uh is the plan to wait? Like you're gonna wait here? Do we see in all of the belongings of the sheriff uh, a, a key of rings a ring of keys? No. Yeah, as 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 lackadaisical as it is, which it is apparent to you that that is to just simply leave this office open and unguarded, um, they did not just leave the keys out. Yeah, but uh, also, I'm sorry if you're asking that because of the cell. The cell is open because it's empty. Oh, I didn't know it was open. Okay. Uh, yeah, although the you, the, the door is open, just... but at the end of the hall is a guard. Guarding what people yeah, do we are. Wanna just, do we want to just run past that guard and just go see what's over there? Well, let's just well, walk up and introduce like, ourselves. Like, we'll like, like, hello, like is anyone here? Oh, you're, the, you're the one person in here, so by default, you're in charge, right? Right. I agree. Just, sure, we'll just approach and just be like, hello, is anyone here? Oh, okay. hello there. Yeah, I just want to make sure. So you go into the hall and introduce yourself to the guard? Sure, why not? Okay, no problem. So you... my, my thumbs through my belt loops. Okay, you 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 go oh, back. Hello. Yeah, to, someone here. You go back to the hall, and uh, and the, he's down at the end of the hall, and and sitting in a, a simple wooden chair. And you say that, and he goes, "Oh, uh, uh, hello." And he stands up to his feet, and he says, uh, "Sheriff Boland should be back just in a moment." I believe oh, well, he was uh, 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 saying farewell to uh, to to a patrol. Hmm. Well, on the. If he doesn't show up within the next couple of seconds, I mean, we're uh, burning daylight here, so we thought we would just uh, roll in and uh, officially announce our presence so that this is not considered 
unusual. Uh, where adventure is a parenthal. I uh, whip out the dagger that demonstrates that this is true. I quickly shove it back into its sheath. He's amazed, <laughs> but at that you hear someone stepping through the door behind you. Oh, all right. It's a... Um, well, the man himself. Indeed. Um, he is a uh, more portly middle-aged man. He does not look very athletic. And uh, he steps through the open door and he says, Hello there, what can I help you with? I give him essentially the same, same pitch thing. as before. Uh, and that's, we're here officially announcing our presence just so that you're not uh, surprised by this or feel that there's anything undue. Just uh, letting you know we're here, trying to help. We'll uh, make our services available, do what we can. We're uh, just on our way out, though, so we can't stick around and chit-chat too long. Let's see. And you'd be Sheriff Boland, is that correct? That's right, I am. Um, uh, please, uh, well, I don't have anywhere for you to sit. I, we, it's uh, uh, But uh, you said that you don't have long, but I, I'm very happy to see you. Uh, and he wrings his hands. He's like, I, I, I hope that maybe you could help us with this matter. Well, I suppose while we're here, I might as well hear uh, your own perspective on it. I, uh, tell more. I, uh, uh, but before I do, um, you say you're from the kingdom of Perinval. Is that right? Your, uh, adventures of Perinval? The dagger. Could, could I see right. that? Could I take a look at it? Pull it out with a flourish and hand it over handle first. It's clear that his eyes have become weakened with age and he, he glares closer at it and he says, Okay, uh, forgive me, but um, there have been people about pretending to be adventurers of Perinval, and it's been a nuisance, so... Um, well, yeah. that's the first problem we solved. I can, yeah. though most of the credit goes to uh, my friend here, Durek. Oh, indeed. Well, uh, I hope that you didn't rough them up too bad, uh, but uh, uh, welcome to Lonadane. Haha. I just got a flip the dagger and grab it by the handle and shove it back in with a with a deck 17 flourish. He uh he looks startled, you know. It looks it's clear he doesn't know what to do with a dagger and uh and he says, "I I'm Sheriff uh, uh Bolin and I serve uh her grace Lorna Dane, uh Lady Lorna Dane, Eora Lorna Dane. And um if you're in a hurry, um I I I could let you know that um uh what I know so far, and I, I should let you know that there is a bounty. If you a bounty, on, in a bounty on what? Well, if if you can actually help us find uh, missing people, I I assume you were sent here for that purpose. Um, uh, the ba right. the barony has offered uh, fifty gold pieces and a um, uh, hundred gold pieces per person if you can find them alive or dead. Well, that's what we're here to do. Oh, that's excellent news. I'm very relieved. Um, and uh, he gets... He's... Is that 50 dead, 100 alive? Is that what I heard? No, uh, 50 for any information. Oh, okay. And uh, 100 if you um, find someone alive or dead. I, I would like to walk, saunter, really, towards the uh, open cell where the where the tapestry is. And, uh, and as I do so, I'm going to say, uh, this is really a magnificent looking tapestry. I mean, 
the colors, the stitching. <laughs> That's awesome. What can What's you tell me cell? about it as I as I walk into the cell towards the tapestry? Yeah, he, he looks at you do that, and he doesn't have a problem with it. Uh, but um, let me see here. Maybe what about this one? This weird, this weird music. Um, as you do that, two things happen. Uh, first of all, uh, you said you touch it. You kind of like appraise it. You know, kind of. Um, like, I, oh. I haven't. I haven't touched it yet. I'm sort of standing in front of it, doing like oh. this. Uh, well, I still think this would work. Now, but now, but now I'll uh, I'll grab hold of the uh, the edge of it and, uh, and, <laughs> yeah. and check the seam. With that, well, three <laughs> things happen when you say you check the seam. Uh, the first thing is by checking the seam, a little bird goes <laughs> and then like desperately flies back and into uh, in, to log, and it's like, ah, ah, I was trapped, I was trapped, I was trapped, I can breathe, and is freaking out because uh, it got stuck underneath the uh, the tapestry. You can feel an air current. And you also can feel that the bulge is not an object. The this small indention where it's just pressed out slightly in the center. That's not uh, something underneath it. That is a difference in pressure. And it is hollow back there. Uh, this conceals a passageway. The third thing that you see is the guard eyes you. And you see a look of suspicion on his face. Uh, Blossom, when he when she comes back to you, uh, Log, she whispers in your ear and she says, That was a passageway. It leads into caverns under the earth. Hmm. We could save ourselves a trip to the tower, boys. I gave oh. her some bread. That's, uh, that's fortuitous and uh, a little, more than a little weird, if I'm going to be honest. And um, meanwhile... Set aside the weird stuff here. Back to normal. Uh, here we go. <clears throat> Everything's fine here. Meanwhile, the sheriff, um, uh, Sheriff Bolin, uh, he's sifting through his notes. And he says, If you wanted to start the investigation, I would recommend the McKaywin Farmstead. Uh, that's the most clear-cut case of missing persons. The entire farmstead is vacant. Now, we don't know what happened to the McKaywins. And that's mm. the halfway point between the tower and the uh, and the keep. That's right. Is it? Yeah, I think I remember that name being mentioned in the proximity of the tower. Or am I misunderstanding? No, I think you're right. So we're just going yeah, to ignore I think I heard the that fact in, that there's you know. a secret passageway to ancient caverns here. <laughs> I, I do think that I'm not really sure how to how to float that. The fact that there's a huge tunnel leading into a jail cell where you presumably don't want there to be a tunnel. So, um, so I guess my piece like of it, Eric found it. And you, you've kind of seen it and kind of witnessed that, right? And then, you know, the birds kind of come back to log. How, like, obvious is it at this point? I mean, is this more of a Durek log kind of thing that, that y'all know? Or, like, would me and, and um, Rex kind of be clued in by this point? Yeah, so, good point. But I, I think you can see all this going on. But I want to clarify that something that you see um, is the guard has very much taken an interest in this and has stood up and, in fact, tells Durek, 
Uh, excuse me, sir. I, I have to ask you to get out of that uh, jail cell. You know, um, uh, there's no telling what some of our, ca our our prisoners have done in these places. Uh, that tapestry's been there forever. Um, you're right, it's quite beautiful, but I'd like to ask you to move away from it, please. Absolutely, I don't mean to offend. Gentlemen, perhaps we should step outside and, and head off to the tower. All right. The sheriff goes. I'm, I'm going to side-eye uh, Durek, uh, and then I'd like to come close to him and whisper uh, and say, uh, are we not going to address this? I, I think we should blatantly call this out. <laughs> okay. He nods. Get some salt on you. Um, Sheriff, when you say the tower, he's like, oh, you're going to go, why would you go to the old tower? You mean the old, uh, that old stone tower? Well, my understanding is that that's where the farmhouse is, where they, uh, ah. the people came up missing, so we're just heading in that direction. I only used the tower as a cardinal direction. Right, right, right. I see what you mean. Well... And he goes over behind the, the desk where the paperwork is, and he sits down, and he kicks his feet up, and he says, I've got some important business to do, if you don't mind. He yes, leans back. We'll, we'll take no of more of your time, sir. Once outside, there's something up here, guys. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, I just, I just kind of glance around having, like, heard about three quarters of that and seen about three quarters of that and going like, was there really just a big tunnel behind the jail cell? Mm. That's the damnedest thing I've ever seen. And Log, didn't, did you say that, Blo uh, is it Blossom? Mm-hmm. That's right. Reported, yeah, so there's, there's tunnels back there. Did, how far did she go down? I think she got stuck, but she could tell that it was a passage. She did not get stuck. Um, she can oh. tell you about the passage. In fact, she tells you, uh, do, do you want her to speak in common or speak in a cipher like avian to you? Or how does this work? Just talk no, openly. I mean, if, 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 yeah, if they can talk, talk somewhere openly to where the we group. can't be easily overheard. And then... Exactly. I think as I want to spare the information with my friends and with nobody else. Okay. All right. So, uh, in that case, Blossom speaks openly in common. She says, uh, yeah, I, um, it was dark. And I, I couldn't see, and uh, but I could feel air currents. Uh, it was a big stone tunnel. Um, it felt as if the pathways and the floor had been trodden long ago, uh, as if people had come and gone through there for a long time. But, but long ago, a well-carved, a well well-established tunnel, a stone cavern all around, uh, and it got, it went on for a long ways into the darkness. And then I was trying to get back out. It was really scary. Hmm. So, do we... Is there a consensus on this, guys? Of, uh, do we think that... The uh, feed lost some, a tiny piece of bread. She eats it. Your luck token. Yay. I'm, I'm top top. Well, I mean, you know... Just because there's a tunnel beneath a, a, a jail cell, I mean, that somebody you saw how they just left the guardhouse open. Maybe they had a really just not paying you know, enough attention to a prisoner and they just spent a lot of time digging or something. I don't, I don't know. But the bar can't say that. 
Shit. The barkeep said that they. You don't they believe think that, that's that's where everyone went, so. The barkeep said uh, what? If we Jake? haven't already left town, we could. I was just saying that the barkeep said that that they think that everyone is missing through those tunnels, right? So, uh, if if this is an entry point, we definitely. I think we need to just address it and be like, hey, what's why are you trying to hide this tunnel here? Like, because I mean, do we know that they know it's there? I mean, we assume that the the way that uh, the demeanor of the guard changed that they know that that exists or maybe they're literally just protective of the tapestry i don't know and the, and the sheriff but didn't seem to care at all you know he he was just like yeah go on in there and talk about it whatever you want you know he didn't care if they're right. protective of the tapestry they wouldn't leave it in a jail cell yeah it's and the rushing Durek out of there the way they did there's no way they don't know it's there the guard seems like he knows what's there. The sheriff might not actually know. He might be clueless. That's what I'm thinking. I'm a little clueless. Hmm. All right. Question I, is what we do about it. I would get a, uh, I mean, obviously, uh, let's take, like, t take a vote, but it seems, it seems like maybe we hold that ace you know, uh, uh, that we we know. I don't, I don't know about confronting them about it right now. Um, I think we... maybe we stick to the original plan and check out the tower, and then we know yeah. that this is a way to get into. If the tower turns out to be a bust, and it's and there's no way down into the tunnels that we seek, we know that we can try this place uh, later right. if, if we need to, without without you know showing our hand too quickly not to make two poker references uh, in one <laughs> analogy no it makes sense sorry. Uh, sorry go ahead chris yeah i like that one point of inquiry that i had that i thought randomly what kind of bird is blossom uh good question i believe i picked like a golden finch golden finch he had mentioned the tower as a cardinal direction, and it got me thinking about that. Thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you lose the luck token. Savor <laughs> with the puns again. Oh my god, it's just how I'm geared. I can't help it. As we were walking around this uh, this guard tower, sorry, sorry, not the tower, the, uh, the guard house, we didn't see anything thing like too obviously suspicious on that side of the building presumably no because there must be like some space there that it can turn downwards so like hmm. wow it's pretty elegantly made whatever it is i, I just want to throw this out the there as side of a rock face or something. we could we could get the sheriff to come outside and, and we could literally just tell him what we found and maybe ask him questions about his guard or deputy or whatever. Um, and maybe because if he is clueless, maybe telling him about it. Like my initial thought here is maybe the guard is in cohorts with whatever is causing the problem. Um, and uh, maybe they're new or maybe they uh, have their own reason for the, the sheriff trusting them. But uh, I think if we could get them outside and separated from each other we could maybe interrogate him a little bit about it hmm. questionable but, that tunnel's certainly not new they didn't install that last week right yeah. but if that if the tapestry has been there for forever and and uh this sheriff is 
blind in his old age and, and uh, passive by nature, then maybe he just doesn't. He's just never connected the dots there. But I think he would probably be uh, alluded to it whenever you put a prisoner in there and they're gone the next day. But I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't think they're keeping prisoners in there, though. The cell door was yeah, open. Yeah, that's just a front. Uh, yeah, so it seems highly unlikely that he wouldn't know about it. Maybe he's just playing really dumb, but it, the guard maybe isn't so savvy. Um, that's a possibility. Is the guardhouse where they sleep? Did we see cots in there, or is it just an office? Um, actually, so <clears throat> there are several locations inside this larger building. So the guardhouse consists okay, of so a, there's probably beds. Yeah, a jail cell, an armory, uh, an office, and and a barracks. Uh, but and and you mm. would be able to surmise this, but. Uh, this picture is actually useful for this purpose. If you imagine you enter and you have like an office and a place where you can interface with uh, the law, uh, and then you have like a place where you can go up the stairs, and it has a, a second story, a loft area that would be the barracks. Hmm. So trying to sneak in when they're not watching would be a little suspicious, would be a little risky. Yeah, but if we could find a window on the second floor or something where I could send Blossom in, we might be able to do more investigating too. Uh, but yeah, I, I agree. Let's just go uh, check out the guard tower for now. For now, let's just check the guard tower just because I want to see what's up. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, so do you exit uh, the village of Lorna Dane and go to the guard tower? Yeah. Oh, very well. Uh, you... Uh exit out the front gates, and you re-enter the wilds of the Barony of Lornadine. Uh, it is um, midday, um, and um, let's see here. Looks like it's going to be a prox uh, 0.8 miles to get there. Yeah. Um, you can see it from where you are, in fact. Um, there are old fields that once would have housed uh, crops and grains and things, uh, much of which is um, rotted in the autumn untended. Uh, oh. As a ranger, you would know this spells great peril, even perhaps more so than the monsters, are untended fields and unfilled granaries with the coming winter. This crisis uh, mm. could be an existential threat for that reason alone. But uh, but you can see where the tower is. Uh, do you take like the road and then go across the farm, or do you like go up the intersection and just follow the road in? Let's follow the road in that northerly path. Does that sound good good to y'all? So it takes uh, about perhaps two. on the way back we can take the other route and check out that farmhouse because that's probably the McKaywins. Yeah, I think that's I think that's solid. But I so definitely want to check out the tower while there's you. daylight. Yeah, we'll check out the McKaywins on the way back. Oh, it's probably just going to be an abandoned farmhouse. Okay. Yeah, you. Uh, I can find clue though. It's only about three quarters of a mile, uh, and you're able to make it to the tower. This is, in fact, very ancient stone that you see here. 
It, um, it's sturdy, perfectly fitted, but uh, the tower now, in its ancient age, has taken on a near 15 degree tilt. It doesn't look like there's any obvious ground floor entrance from where you can see, but you can see open archways 20 feet off the ground. Uh, and it does look like the tower is at least partially hollow at this point. Otherwise, you see nothing Dark else in the you, you see nothing else in the rocky approach to it, except for crows that sit atop it and stare down at you with black-eyed ambivalence. So there's no visible entrance to the tower at all. There is no visible entrance to the level. tower at ground level. Uh, it does look like it's hollow, and the uh, the the rocky edge to the hollow entrance, to the top of it is about 20 feet up from where you are. There is a window about 20 feet up, actually, I should note. Let's see if I can reveal that. I'd like to send Blossom. I have okay. a, a technical question. Uh, oh, I guess I guess I'm seeing it now. So, so what we're revealing, because I have mostly black on my screen and then there's like a kind of a horse leg uh, of visual. Is that is that everyone seeing that or is that just my computer yeah i just see a very limited amount of vision okay oh i got a horse leg seems pretty accurate i think this is in blossom up to the archway and see if they can see any movement Ooh, life. careful there's oh. crows up there and yeah, that's crows, a good are point. crows are smart and and fierce i didn't want to go all the way up i always wanted to go to the archway and see if there's anything inside while Blossom's attempting that, Rex is going to walk around the perimeter and just kind of poke around, see if there's any kind of non-obvious entrances. Okay. Check check for secrets. Check for hidden doors. <laughs> All right, literally, though, yeah, I'm looking for hidden doors. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, you can make a... Uh intelligence check at advantage for secret doors and meanwhile while you're doing that uh, blossom flies up looks up there the crows ah, ah, they get really territorial and flap their wings and kind of dance in place they really hate blossom uh, blossoms like you know squeaks and then looks down into it and then hurriedly flies back to you and says to everyone uh the the tower's hollow um but there's a it's just grass inside except for a wooden trapdoor. Mm. Well, does anyone have a grappling hook? Uh meanwhile, I'm inside. I see a Rolled 3 a and a 14 on that intelligence check. Okay, nice. Uh so uh you check around this this building Rex and you determine that there is definitely a difference in stone here, um, but there is something unusual about it. Um, it's almost as if it were made for an entrance and then filled in. Your yeah. your scales lift up slightly when you touch it. Something something arcane, perhaps. So given the tilt, can't rule out that there's just a lot of force pushing down through there. But uh, that's, Rex will uh, run his run his claws around 
the uh, the the outside of the door that may or may not have once existed, and trying to try to find out if there's some way to to gain entry, or if it has simply just been bricked and mortared right up. Yeah, uh, as far as you can tell, it seems almost as if it were brick and mortared up. Uh, it makes no sense. Mm. Uh, it feels as if it's all also part of the original stone. Um, as if it weren't added later, which makes no sense. Um, and uh, other than that, even you get... the mysterious, the mysterious tingle that I feel makes me wonder if uh, my background as a wizard's apprentice might give me some insight as to uh, some kind of magical magical effect which would produce what we're seeing. I think it would be uh, both difficult, but. You are a wizard's apprentice, so you'll have an advantage. So I'll say you have to pass a DC uh, 16, but at, at advantage. Mm, that'll be an intelligence check again, I assume. Yeah, sorry. There we go. Ooh, no. You're not able to suss anything out. Can he nope. spend a luck to reroll? <laughs> sure, if you want to. Can I do that at this point? All right, yeah, I've got I'm, I'm, got, I'm all full up. Here I go. Yeah, they go away at the end of the session both? anyway. Yeah, I keep I keep forgetting to use them. I just keep straight up. Uh, so do I? Does that mean I roll again with advantage or again normal? Yeah, you just re-roll it. Is the way I look at it. Now, All right, goes. the the luck token is for advantage, but I mean, um, but I All think right, well, uh, I, I think no. I listed it as you can. I, uh, anyways, we'll look at it later. Yeah, but... they're they're hit to crit, extra action, GM re-roll, re-roll, or you can go into debt to gain. There you go. Uh, unfortunately... Unless I could do that again. Still no. No, I think it would just be one time, yeah. Okay. That'd be a little... That'd be a little I was say, we just all yes, use our yeah. luck tokens on this? Yeah, just, just keep rolling until we get it. 20 luck tokens. Uh, was, I don't, I don't want to yeah. metagame here, but does anyone have a knock spell? I don't have any knock spells, no. Is Bugle still with us? And if so, would, would he? Yeah, he's... Uh, let's see what he's got. He has got, not got detect magic because, yeah. oh, actually he slipped, so he got detect magic back. I forgot about that. Or wait, no, 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 no. He wait. he did not get detect magic back. He has to do something because he did a critical fail, right? Or no, no, Ooh. he didn't fail. He didn't do a critical fail. He just failed the. No, no, he did. Right, he got a one. And sometimes, <laughs> yes, I remember this now. He got a one because he got a one and a twenty in the same session. Yep. So he, he's not able to detect magic. He's got charm and sleep. He can't do it. Well, crud. And we have to pay this guy? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he did, he did like, completely solve that encounter. So I don't know. Uh, true, true. Um, well, if we have a well, grappling hook, we can just Time to scale the wall. The... Yeah. I've got 60 feet of rope, but... Uh... To my chagrin, I uh, didn't get the grappling hook. I had to sell it in order to have enough money to get a weapon. Uh, I I got a um, what the heck's it called? I got the I got the kit. I do have a grappling hook. Okay, great. All right, All right um, twirl that around and throw that in there. Probably takes a couple of tries. So, uh, the good news and bad news. The good news is it's just one check. That's all you got to do. The bad news is it's just one check. Um, uh, and then, and then time is will the pass. Just, That's uh, all. Okay. So is the check just uh, just a flat dex roll, normal? 
yes. And you got to beat Here a 12. Go. That's all. Uh, 12! Wait, do I have to beat a 12 or is it 12? I'm bad? sorry. Meter beat a 12, yes. Hey! All right. Uh, you uh, lodge a grappling hook up into the window up here, and you're able to climb up if you all want to. All right. Sure. I'll go, I'll go up uh, first and take a peek. I'm uh, lightest, so if it's... If it's not firmly seated, it'll hold my weight a little better, and then I can seat it more firmly for the others. Okay. Uh, you come up, and you can see into this structure now, which I'm going to reveal to you. Mm. Um, you know, I... Ooh. What have we here? And, uh, yeah, you see that it's hollow on the inside, and there's a simple wooden trap door. Alright, so this whole tower is just here. It looks like it's designed to keep this door hidden and, and not uh, serve much of an, a function beyond that. Yeah. There's no telling what it was designed for, but that's what it's doing now. Yeah. Well, I uh, tie off the rope a little bit more firmly and uh, say, like, alright, here we go. I think it's worth checking out. Okay. I will uh, throw down some more rope if I got more length and uh, scale down on the inside. 20 feet up, 60 feet of rope. We should have we should have plenty. Okay. Yeah, you do that. Uh, um, yep, yep. 60 feet of rope. Should be fine. You're able to climb down on the other side. What do you do when you're on the inside? Uh, hmm. Well, I think I'll wait for the others to get here just in case like a bunch of monsters instantly pop out the second I touch it. I will follow him up next. Uh, is everyone uh, everyone going in? Is the intention to get inside the tower? Okay. Mm -hmm. Sure. Everyone gets inside the tower. Yes. Yeah, everyone is Unless now inside to... the tower. Yeah. Who, okay. wants to open, uh... who wants to open that thing? Oh, before we get too crazy... Um... I would like to try to cast um, Holy Weapon on Durek's sword um, to kind of like give him some some boosted damage, if I can try that. Sure. Uh, it's DC 11 to cast, and then that'd be a plus two to my I also whiz. have a spell I'd like to cast before we open the door. Uh, so if I have a spell with the range of self, does that mean I can only cast it on myself? Uh, That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll still just cast it anyway. I'm, I'm going to cast uh, Oak, Ash, and Thorn. Ooh, and I cool. have to meet a 10. Actually, it'd be a 8 because I have a plus 2. So. Well, 8 or better. With your bonus, uh, Chris, hey. does that, get, does that hey. meet an 11 with your bonus? Yeah, I have a 2, so I rolled a 9, so that puts a DC 11 to cast, so I meet it. Um, and then with that, uh, Derek's weapon becomes magical and has a plus one to attack and damage rolls for five rounds. Nice. And then I'm casting. Nice. I'll, I'll hold it up, you know, proudly while you're casting the spell. So it, uh, you know, teamwork. This is your, uh, this is your great sword now. Is that right? Yes. So for the duration, uh, fairies, demons, and devils can't attack you. These beings also cannot possess you, compel you, or beguile you. Uh, just while I, while we're discussing those, uh, when it when it says something like one d six rounds, so that's going to be like three rounds. Mm -hmm. Is that 
Yeah, yeah. Is that so, more than like combat round? No, no. So rounds are always the same in the game, the whole game. Uh, so basically, imagine mm. combat in 5e. That's the whole game. Uh, now we have been abstracting that because it's clear the author didn't intend for it to be super rigid, but like basically once everyone has a say, that's a round. Um, okay. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Okay. So like, I'm just trying to get a sense of like it, whether it's worth investing in can't be surprised for five rounds or if that's like 30 seconds. Uh, it depends on how fast you all move, but an example would be when you all came up to the door and then and investigated it and the bird flew up, that was a round. When you threw the thing up and climbed up, that was a round. When you climbed down and looked at the door, that was a third round, and so on and so forth. Basically, once everybody has done a thing together, that's a round. Okay. Well, I don't have any herbs anyway, so let's just carry on. Alrighty. Um, I am ready to open the door. All right. I'm gonna stand. I'm gonna stand ready just in case anything's gonna come out, and uh, you know, just yeah, get, that, get that sword good and ready. Uh, wants to so open I'll, it. Uh, attempt to pry open the door. Got it. Um, let's see here. Um, come on now. Uh, and thank you for your blessing, there. Sabert. I appreciate it. You um, you open the door. And you can see a staircase descending down into an underground cavern. Fire up a torch, somebody. I'll do this. I have a lantern. Decided to invest in one. It's not actually, like, better than a torch. Well, okay, it is better than a torch. It reaches farther, but it doesn't actually last longer. And you can also use the bullseye feature of it. I don't know if that's in there, but I'm declaring Ooh. that now. Uh, you can mask a lantern. You can't do that with a torch. But um, mm -hmm. somebody please start a timer. I apologize. I, I left mine. I usually do the timer, but somebody else will need to do that for an hour, please. Um, we'll do that. I have two again. oil flasks total. This is going to consume one of them. Okay. So. Uh, all right. You. Um, you see, uh, as you descend down the stone staircase, um, a, uh, a well-hewn cave complex. Now, I'm going to move your token, and I'm just going to keep you as a group token for now. I know you're probably not moving into the room yet, but I want you to be able to see everything. Uh, actually, let me fix that. Your lantern would give you 60 feet, I think. Uh, I don't remember. I'm pretty sure. Okay. So, bam. So uh, there you go. Um, um, you see a ten-foot-tall statue of a frog with bat-like wings dominating the center of the cavern. The frog's back is—it's uh, the frog's back is to you. It's facing a large stone fly attached to the western wall. There are menacing portcullises in the shape of demonic mouths full of fangs standing to the north. And south, and as you enter the underground, that's where we'll end the adventure for the night. Mythic Mountains RPG is a private RPG play club that focuses on folk RPGs. Those of us who play folk RPGs are not beholden to rules masters from either big corporations, voices on the internet, nor anything beyond what we agree together is best for our game and our table. We delight in supporting independent game designers. Shattered Ark RPG is by Arcane Library. The City of Brass is by Frog God Games. Music 
is by Miguel Johnson, Tabletop Audio, Michael Gelfie Studios, Kevin McLeod from Incompetech, and Bruneville. Details for the music, RPGs, and adventure module are listed in the description. We hope you enjoyed our adventure, and we hope you'll join us next time in the Vale.